to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional owners of the land from which transmit people-powered radio. I pay my respect to elders past, present and emerging. Always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Hi, my name is Sasha Sidek and tonight I'm going to bring you a story of three generations of trans immigrants. Three trans women of color will be sharing their stories of their lived experience of living as an immigrant in Australia, myself included. I present you Latoya Hug and Robin Chandler. Good evening, ladies. Hi, Hi. how are you? So, um, Latoya, we'll start with you first. Um, Tell me your pronouns and where you're from um, and so on and who you are. Okay, my name is Latoya Hergan. I My pronouns are she, her. I also identify as a proud Samoan Fafafine. And um, so did you say where I'm from? Yeah, where you're oh, from. Okay, yeah. so originally born in New Zealand, background is Samoan German, mm. brought up in Samoa till I was around about 20 and then came to New, back to New Zealand and then to Australia. And Robin, uh, what about yourself? Um well, my name is Robin, and I'm from India. I moved to Melbourne about four years ago, mm-hmm. and my pronouns are she, they, mm-hmm. and I identify as a non-binary trans femme, so, like, you know, any pronouns are fine, uh, as long as they're not, like, you know, male-oriented. Um, and I, I've been studying graphic design here, in Melbourne, that's why, like that, that was one of the two reasons for me to move to Melbourne. And one of them was, you know, I wanted to study design, and the other one was like I wanted to, like you know, live my life as who I was, you know, uh, who I was on the inside. I feel you. I feel you, sis. <laughs> I think, um, I think we all can relate to that as well. Yes. Did we actually imagine a better life in Australia? What do you think, did, did, uh, Latoya? Did, did you find what you were looking for moving here? Well, actually, I I, I, ca- I came here by accident. Um, can we per- start? When did you come in? Oh, <laughs> because was, you're the first. You, there's you three generations. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so okay, I came over in 1989. Mm-hmm. Um, I was around about 25-ish. I can't remember exactly how old I was. Yeah. But I came over exegetically because I fell in love with someone in, in New Zealand. Okay. We fell in love in New Zealand and he wanted to move here. Right. And you know how it is, you're just fluttering. You're Aww. just like, okay. So when I got here, it was only like three months later that he dumped me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, what? So it was his idea to come over here. Yes, I was already starting to find some fame in New Zealand being one of the playgirls. What is playgirl? Like playboy, playboy mansion girls? No, honey. Okay. It was, uh, you know, like drag performance, but trans performance. So all of us, the cast was transgender. Right. And um, see, but my day, it wasn't transgender, it was transsexuals, you know, so that's right. how we were like uh, identified. In New Zealand, we were brought up differently, like... um. So, for example, transsexual wasn't even in the picture. So, I was a queen. Mm, and the gay yes. boys were puffs. Of course. You know, and yes. it's all sissy bells. So, yes. you know, that's how it was. Yeah. 
And it wasn't until I came over here and I was in my first nightclub and one of the ladies, one of the girls, I went up to her and said, hi, my name's Latoya. And she goes to me, hi. She goes to me, are you, are you, are you a trainee? And I went, training for what? <laughs> and he goes, she goes, are you trainee? Are you pre-op or post-op? And I went, I don't know, I don't work in a post office. I did not know their terms here. And next minute she goes, oh no, are you transsexual? I went, yes, I am. She goes, have you heard the surgery? And I was saying, none of your business. But she goes, oh, well, that's what it means, pre-op or post. Yeah. And I went, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so I want to go back to where you start um, transitioning. Oh. So, yeah, so at what age you actually know that you're a woman? Okay, in Samoa, it's totally different because, you know, like um, feminine boys are, 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 are part of the culture back home. That's what we call fafafine, which right. means mannerism of woman. So, no matter how butch I try to pretend or something like that, once I spoke, they would say, oh, in someone they say all of which means oh it's a girl you know it's, a, yeah. it's fafafinga, yeah. which is just yeah, yeah. woman and feminine yeah it doesn't even it's not even a geography i mean bad name yeah of course fafafinga. yeah i mm. thought it was but yeah. it wasn't okay. it never was it just says mm-hmm. the t- full meaning means mannerism of a woman mm. yeah and so um you know so i was always pushed on to women's duties you know i was always part of the girl team and a lucky fortunate thing for us in Samoa, you know like for the boys uniform school uniform it's a sarong Oh, okay. So my, I went to a Mormon school, so that you have the yellow stripe on the side for the boys. Right. But I used to push it to the middle, so when the wind came, it looked like a uh, <laughs> pageantry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's like a slit. It was a slit. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To blow. So yeah, so that was my way. So I never really had to deal with masculinity, even though some more men are brought up to go to plantation and be in, and, and and be rugby players. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It was never pushed or pressured on me it was only when i did not understand there was a term transgender back then right that you know i i met a lot of fafafine in mm-hmm. in, in the city that were wearing women's clothes yeah. and you know it was just like wow that's who i am yeah and then we had mothers in our our um community where you know they would take us under their wing like mentors yeah mentors yeah. and yeah. show us how to dress and how to act yeah. and all my mother wanted cuz she didn't understand much. She just says, I don't want you to look like a clown because if you look like a clown, mm-hmm. people will treat you like a clown. Yeah. So just mm-hmm. be yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at what age is this? Oh, 17. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So I never really experienced, which I consider a, a male. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can relate to this. Yeah, I'll tell yeah, my story yeah. later. <laughs> so, so, um, what about Robin? I mean, um, you're the new generation, the third generation in this show. Um, yeah, I you, feel, I feel like I'm very young here. Yeah, like, you know, we've been there. Fabulous. <laughs> this story that you were telling, I was just thinking, oh my god, I wasn't even born. Yeah. back then, like I, I just feel too young. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, I've known. It. That I'm like you know at least I knew I was different mm-hmm. from a very very young age, and like obviously you know we saw trans people in the community, but like it was always in a bad light. Yeah. Like I in uh, India, are you talking about in India? Yeah. In okay. India. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. In India. So like, at least like you know in India like I never saw somebody leading like you know really good life, mm-hmm. and. Like, obviously, people around me, they were not treating trans people with, like, you know, respect and dignity, yeah. which everyone deserves. Um, 
So like I just learned from a very young age to just you know keep quiet, just shush it up, and like you know don't tell anyone. Okay, so like、um, we say like being in a closet, being in a yeah, closet. Yeah, yeah. So the closet was built like at a very young age. Yeah. And at that point, I didn't know the terminology. Yeah. Like you know, I just knew like this what what body I am in. Yeah. Like it just doesn't feel you know comfortable.、Mm-mm. And like it's it's the tiniest things that people don't even think about. Like you know, I wouldn't be like it's normal for boys, at least in India, it's normal for boys to be in a room and like you know change their clothes,、yeah. and roam around like half naked. Yeah. I was never comfortable with that. I you know like. I don't know. There's just so many tiny things, and、mm. I thought like maybe I don't know. I'm different, and blah blah. So there was also a lot of internal shame、mm-hmm. because I was scared. I was like, you know, this kid who、yeah. didn't have anyone to talk to. Right. And like even the closest friends, I was scared. Which to open I, up. Yeah. Yeah. Which like I know a lot of trans people, even queer people, can relate to. Oh, for sure. I think.、Uh, Especially in Asia, there's different、mm-hmm. different culture. Of course, we've、um, we all have this family bond, and、mm. we always were told not to shame the family. Exactly, yeah. That's like a big thing. Like you、It's、know, what will、thing. people say? Yeah. Like if you do something like that, and like you see you you know people around you, and they're talking about somebody else、mm. who I don't know, you know, whatever they did. But like obviously they're not gonna say that to their faces. Yeah. But behind their backs they're completely、yeah. like you know. Yeah. Degrading.、Um, degrading and、mm. like never really、mm. like that. Never really participated in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So I think, like I knew, like you know, I came around to the word transgender and、Mm-mm. like I was like, okay, like this kind of feels like you know this word is describing、yeah. you know what I feel like. Yeah. So at the at that point, I think I was around sixteen, fifteen, sixteen years old,、mm-hmm. and、um, I'm twenty four now. Okay, so it's been eight years. Yeah,、um, and like at that point, I thought of before that, I thought maybe I'm just gay. Okay, you know, yeah, maybe it's just that. Yeah, and then I was like, maybe I'm just bi. Like right now, I identify as obviously non-binary,、mm. trans femme, and I'm pansexual.、Mm. Um, but at that point, I had no clue. Of course, you are like, exploring. Yeah, yeah and like, I could say like even like you know four years ago when I came to Melbourne, that's when I like you know saw other queer people. Like even before、yeah. that, I would I told like one or two of my friends,、yeah. but I didn't do anything to like you know live my life、okay. as like you know a queer person openly.、Um, so I came to Melbourne and like. Volunteered with minus eighteen. All right, that was、okay. the first thing I found out about, and that's where I saw a lot of queer people. That's where I saw the queer people in like a different light. Yeah, like people were, you know, happy. Okay, I think that that was the word that was stuck with me. Like people are happy. People, you can、queer. be you. Yeah, you can be you, and、mm. people are not gonna, you know, degrade you. Yeah, of course. So that's when I started, like you know, learning more about everything, exploring more about everything,、mm. and like two years ago, I was like, okay, non-binary makes sense.、Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's been kind of the story. I kind of、yeah. uh, follow your journey as、uh, through Instagram. Yeah, we've yeah. been connected yeah, a long time. A long time, and it's、yeah. like. 
Robbie is changing. And then I did ask you, are you transitioning? Yeah. And you said, yeah. yes. I said, oh, congratulations. Yeah. So um, with me, I, I was born in Singapore and I grew up in Singapore and I transitioned in Singapore at the age of 16, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah my family um, didn't agree with it at all mm-hmm. because uh, I was brought up in a Muslim household. So I'm also the, the first grandchild in the family, too. Oh, wow. So, you know, in uh, Asian culture, being a, a, a grandson, the first grandson is a big deal. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So, and then I obviously disappoint everybody because I transitioned. So they didn't approve. So I had to run away from home at the age of 16. So I ran away from home. I didn't know what the consequences going to be. I just want to have fun. I didn't have much money, but I have friends uh, that I can rely to, sleep over their places. Um, I think that's the best decision that I have ever made. Um, at that time, I was still exploring my identity. Um, I've I've never been a gay man before, so I only at school after high school straight away. I just ran away from home and transition. Um, so um, yeah, it was. It's not easy. I mean, Singapore they say is very progressive country, but it's actually not. Um, like till today, we're still fighting for our trans rights. Yeah, so um, I was taught to um, to uh, adapt discrimination, assault because we can't um, go to the authorities because we are not protected. So until I came here to Australia in the early two thousand, and I start to learn about my trans rights here and about my human rights here, and then I start to meet a lot of um, trans women here who are. So inspiring, um, like our Mama Latoya here. Yeah? She always have good story to tell, and I was like, oh my god, I can relate to that. Mm-hmm. And I always, yeah, from that onwards, I get to know a lot of trans women here, and it's so empowering. And then I, when I got into advocacy, and then I learned more about self worth, and and then here I am at three CR, being being an, a feminist, yeah. <laughs> so um. Latoya, I want to ask you this. How did your family um, take when you, when um, they found out that you want to be a woman? Can I be a, look, to be honest, I shoved it in your face. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> I just put the whole thing. I was wearing my mother's, you know, we call it moomoos, it's those long island dresses oh, and all yes. that sort of stuff. I was, even in high school, I was shaving my legs, you know, and plucking my eyebrows, you know, so mm-hmm. look, my mother was protective and, and and sort of never encouraged me in the wrong way. But the one thing I do remember when I was around about, I'd say seven-ish, uh, my mother used to get a, together with the church people. This is before me knowing. I just knew I was in the, I always knew I was in the wrong body, but yeah. you never spoke about it. You know, I'm a child of the 60s, so, you yeah. know, that's different era. But she said in front of the uh, the church people, and I'm sure we all relate when it comes to mm-hmm. our mothers and, yeah. and community in our villages or something. And, and you know, the ladies sort of like try and impress her. They go, oh, your, your boy is so handsome. She went, oh, I actually, this is what I remembered. She goes, mm-hmm. oh, don't you worry, you watch when it's an adult be standing on the wall saying, hello, sailor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I sort of knew what she meant. I was like, yeah. why not? Courting men is yeah. not women, but that's what she she okay. saw it. Mm-hmm. She never um, 
uh, pushed it or, you know, but I think mm. she just protect, was more protective. Yes. More mm-hmm. than anything. It's, well, of course, to her, it's her child and yeah. that was it. Yeah. But when it came to the time when I wanted to go, the way I wanted to go, she just asked me, she goes to me, I just want to know which way you want to go. Yeah. Do you want to be a man that likes men? Mm. Do you want to be a woman? Or do you want to be a man that likes women? I remember mother. I plucked my eyebrows. She goes, so look, all I want to do is do it properly. Yeah. Because it's oh, rude. So I said, supportive. you're protected here. Mm-hmm. But overseas, it's not like that. It would be different. Yeah, yeah. totally yeah. different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that was all her particular, are you taking the right path? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mm-hmm. told me, you can't do this, you're shaming the family. My father's German. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. I was... Alice Klar. <laughs> 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 and so, you know, he, he wanted me to go play rugby, and my mother was just going, No, what for? What, yeah. What's he going to do? Yeah, do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so she knew what she knew exactly. She just, she's always been protective of um, mm-hmm. a family of 14. So yeah. you know, oh, wow. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's not like um, I have brothers and I have sisters, so I had uh-huh. everything. So, you know, like, yeah. it wasn't because there's a myth around in Samoa saying that, you know, the more. Uh, boys you have in the family they turn one into a girl it's just a myth it's just mm-hmm. not. it's just that we accept yeah. look mm-hmm. religion is big in our culture and that comes first that's we are, where I'm going to get into yeah. later oh, okay, yeah but, but, but no you can yeah. keep talking yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm just saying yeah. you know because of that you know we are supposed to be going to have yeah. how and all that sort of stuff. but in our culture which is totally different from religion yes we are children of Samoa yeah. so you, you embrace them no matter Mm-mm. one arm two leg you know mm-hmm. one member you know yeah. You know what, with me, my mom was in denial. I mean, I think my family members, like my cousins, um, uh, sorry, my uncles, my aunt, they knew that I was different. Mm -hmm. And they do, sometimes they tease me, like, why are you so soft? Like, I don't have the answer. I was a child. And um, and then when I transitioned, I ran away from home. Because, you know what, I'll tell you why I ran away from home. That time when I transitioned, Spice Girls was big. Okay, I was obsessed. So I got all those platform boots, all the outfits. So sometimes when we go, I do dress up. So I get dressed like in the public toilet or maybe at a friend's place. And then when I come back, I de-drag and then I hide my uh, Spice Girl outfits behind the cupboard, behind the wardrobe. And then when she do the cleaning in my room, she found. And then the best part is there's a photo of me wearing it. So, (laughs) yeah, I know. I was like, why did I even put the photos there? Because when you go back really tired, I just throw it in there. Um, So I didn't really hide it properly. So she found it. She was disappointed. I got cane. um, I got grounded. And I told her, I'm not going to do this again. And, And then a few months time, I did it again. I bought new clothes and then this time I went out with my girlfriends and then it was late. So I de-dragged, I hide my stuff in the letterbox because I thought I'm going to sleep, wake up and get the things, uh, the clothes out. And I forgot, I overslept. Oh my God. So she came back from work and then she saw the girl's clothes again and she knew it was mine. I denied, I said, it's not mine, there's no picture there. And it's like, no, I knew it was yours, I got cane, I got grounded again. And then, and at that time, it's just after high school, and um, we're waiting for our result. Usually, it takes a month. I'm waiting for our results, and everyone was having fun going out. And I was like, I was grounded at home, like, and my friend was like calling me, like, let's go out. I can't, so I decided that I'm gonna run away from home. So, um, so it was. I know it was like around maybe eleven ish or before midnight. So. 
my uh, mom already asleep. So I opened the bedroom window. I jumped out. It, it's not that high. So I can just jump out from the bedroom window. And I have a bag full of women's clothes um, mm-hmm. and $6 in my pocket. And that's oh, wow. it. Yeah. And I, yeah, that's when I left. I never came back. But um, my mom was, of course, devastated, angry. Actually, more angry than devastated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she sent me all these threats, like, I'm going to go to the police, I'm going to go to the media, blah, blah, blah. But she didn't. Um, I just like, my God, this is my life now. I was having fun with all mm-hmm. my trans friends. And yeah, and then she, we still keep in touch through our, our phone. At that time, it was pager. Can you imagine? It was oh, wow. pager. I know. She was paying uh-huh. the bills for my pager. So she's angry, but she still loves me. So uh-huh. she said that's the only way she can get uh, in touch with me. Um, and then, so sometimes when um, we get to meet, like maybe once or twice a year, but she wants to meet me like not around the house because she don't want uh-huh. the neighbors to see me. Uh-huh. I know at that time I was upset, but I was like, it's okay. You know, this is part and parcel, I guess, you know, uh-huh. um, that I have to go through. But after a while, after about five years where I enrolled myself um, in college, I thought uh-huh. I wanted to do fashion uh, marketing and management. That's where she can see that this is me now. I'm going to be live as a woman. I'm going to have a career as a woman. So I think she stopped fighting herself and uh-huh. accept me for who I am. So now we're best friends. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, it yeah. took it took a while. She used yeah. um, when that five years period, she would ask my aunt to call me. She mm-hmm. used my grandma to call me and make me feel guilty. At the time, I have no emotion. I was young. Mm-hmm. I just like rebellious. I just want to have fun. So yeah. yeah, so that is how my I guess my mom because um, mm-hmm. she was it, she was my rock anyway from day day dot but um, my grandmother uh, and my grandfather actually uh, brought me up to the age of seven until I moved with her yeah that's my story mm-hmm. uh, with family members I don't really care about the other family members mm-hmm. I think she stopped caring about other family members thing of me yeah. she used to lie and said I was like away or somewhere because mm. I was I went missing for actually seven years or maybe oh, wow. eight years from the family members mm-hmm. until one day she said I'm comfortable for you to show yourself because I already told them that you're trans I saw my aunt mm-hmm. and uncle everyone actually was so excited to meet me it was uh, it was a positive uh, mm-hmm. reaction from them so yeah. yeah so I think that's really good yeah, yeah. so yeah what yeah. about yourself Robin um, Have you come I, out? Yeah. I came out to my parents. Um, how long has it been? About four months ago. Okay. So it's very, very fresh. Okay. And well, obviously they they live in a small town okay. in India. Yeah. And I did not expect them to be like, oh yeah, it's fine, <gasps> or whatever. But um, yeah, so like they're struggling. Yeah. Which is fair enough. Okay. Like I, you know, I don't blame them. Yeah. Uh, but I'm also like you know very patient because mm. like you you know like you mentioned like your mom was mm. paying for the pages yeah <laughs> because she knew that that was one way like you know she can communicate with you yeah and I just feel like there's a lot of like you know whatever if, even if it's denial or you know any other emotion it's mostly there because of you know like because they're scared yeah. Like, it's not because they hate me or, you know, because your mom hated you. It's because they're scared for you. Yeah. Because, like, you know, they know 
how the society works. Mm. So they want to kind of like you know pull you back yeah. and be like, oh no, come back, you don't need to do that, you're gonna be fine. Before they you know finally give in and they accept the truth. So I think like my parents are like you know they know. Yeah, yeah. And the most important thing was that I just wanted to tell them. Mm. And with COVID, I was like you know that there's never gonna be a mm. you know the right like, time, the right time. Yeah. So. Yeah, I told them, and now we're just you know working through it. Okay, but yeah. Hopefully. I guess um, now um, people can get information, and there's mm. a lot of awareness on online. Like I think yeah. my generation and Latoya's generation, I think there's no manual book yeah. at all. Yeah. So no, that we had no visibility. Right? Yeah, no visibility no for sure. Yeah. yeah, there was only two views of us girls back then. So now you, it's more out there. You know, we yeah. are. Outspoken, where are Correct. visible? Yeah. Why you never? It was never mentioned in public. Which is like why you know transfer visibility <laughs> is really, really important. Yes. It is. Yeah, I think it's really, really important. This is um, why we are talking about this because I want to um, see the contrast between mm-hmm. um, uh, Latoya's generation coming out, my generation when coming out, and your generation, mm. the difference and um, what we have achieved um, throughout the years. Yeah. And like I said, um, now there's a lot of awareness. I think a lot of people understand um, trans people now, what the meaning of transgender. Mm-hmm. Um, back then, there's, yeah, there's a lot of uh, degrading words to be called us, isn't it? Yeah. And I get, I get to experience what Latoya experienced because mm-hmm. my generation is not far from Latoya. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we we've been called a lot of names. Of course. Yeah, and we were we, we think know, that you, we were fine with it. Yeah. Well, look, I think you know through the year, those years, you know, you just learn to be tough. If you let it get to you, yeah, you won't, you know succeed in your journey you know so that was me and i think in back then we stuck together as a team trans always stuck together oh you would know too we all live together yeah. we work together we eat together it's, it's called like a, i keep <laughs> saying it's a sisterhood yeah. because at that time there's no reach out for yeah. us there's no transgender yeah. victoria there's no and minus 18 followed from another sister advice look like as i remember i told you like for us you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. uh back in because i migrated to new zealand to do my transition but i had to go back and transition as a boy because of the time. Right. Yeah. But then when I went to go on hormones, because yeah. of judgment due to medical doctors, yeah. Yeah. Our, our hormones were black market. Same. So, yeah. My so first was black market too, black because market I was too. under age. We didn't know what mm-hmm. we were taking. Yeah, which, yeah. As soon as I popped that pill, I was like, oh my God, I feel like a woman. I ran to the, to the, to the mirror and go, are they growing? <laughs> <laughs> I think I can relate to that. Yeah. Like, start, first true. month of starting, like yeah. you're like running t- up to the mirror. Yeah, and, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, any, any changes, any yeah. changes, any changes. Because uh, I think every uh, person um, uh, hormone reaction um, uh, acts differently. Oh, differently. Yeah. Because I didn't, different. I, I hardly have boobs at that time. Yeah. yeah. So you say other girls, and I was like, is this working on me or what? Yeah, other girls will just have that. 
hourglass figure that they would form out from from the hormones. Yeah. Others uh-huh. would just have that softness and yeah. you know, flawless face. And others, like myself, That's, just went kaboom. Yeah. <laughs> there is a like, where do I go wrong? Uh-huh. But at that time, like I said, we don't have any information no. about about yeah. hormones. We just know this hormone could work, but we don't have information of it. Yeah. I don't think our doctors have information of it. Well, you know, um, back then, you know, like what I know now in my, I, I was just turning 50. Mm. That hormones can cause blood clots. And yes. I was mm-hmm. smoking all that time. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know when risky. I first came here in the early 2000s, there is like, you can't just go any GP. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, no. yeah, because they they don't even know what estrogen is. No, but yeah. the thing they is were that, questioning me, and I don't have the answer for it. It's like, this is what I've been taking in Singapore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was the thing, you know, when I came over in 1989 and I found my first doctor, and I thought, oh, it's St. Kilda. You know, mm-hmm. sex workers in there, a lot of trans, I'll be, I'll be okay. Went to my first doctor and, you know, I, I, I must admit, I, I was starting to pass then. And then mm-hmm. I um, asked him, he goes, oh, uh, what can I do for you? And I went, oh, so I'm here for some estrogen pills. And he goes to me, why are you on estrogen? You're so young. Mm-hmm. And I went, mm-hmm. oh, I'm, I'm, I'm transsexual. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. goes to me, we don't serve your kind, get out. Oh, my God. I... Feel you because I've been in that situation before. Because um, there's this GP that I usually go to. This uh, early two thousand, um, and then my GP was not there anymore. So they mm-hmm. referred me to another GP, and his male um, GP, and he has no idea about estrogen. Or so he was googling and everything, mm-hmm. and then he said, "Like, why are you taking all this estrogen?" I said, "Like, this is what I've been prescribed." So, mm-hmm. and he won't prescribe me at all. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then I was just left disappointed. How dare you? Mm-hmm. I've been going to that clinic for s- many, many months. And then it's just unfortunate that my GP um really not there anymore. And, and then I have to go through this guy. Mm-hmm. And then he won't prescribe me any estrogen. Yeah. And it's definitely like... Like hearing both of your experiences, it's it's a lot easier now. Yeah, of oh, course, yes, babe, yes, yes. Yeah, I like, always tell the younger generation, you know, mm-hmm. today you can walk down the road with a pink tutu and blue hair and no one will look twice. In my day, if you didn't mm. fit in, you got a stone or a, abuse oh of God. verbal thing. I still remember that um, that story that you said, like you need to look proper to just get oh. out to get milk. Yes. Oh, and what the thing was, so we would go in a group. It could be a few of us. Oh, go down to the shop, okay? You know, and yep. that sort of stuff. Because you would just worry, oh, am I going to get something thrown at me or am I going to be abused? Mm, you know, wow. I started hormones late due to the... the Black market yeah, time, you know, because yeah. you had to buy it off other girls. Correct. So I didn't get my first hormones till about 25, 26. Mm. So, yeah, so we were no oil painting zone. <laughs> because the thing was, though, we had a reputation. Someone trans do not muck around. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we were yeah. lucky for. But we only yeah. came out, we only came, ventured out at night because that's when mm-hmm. we felt more, it was just like a, a yeah, uh, like um, a Superman a shield, cloak, or yeah, shield, yeah, because yeah, 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 yeah. you yeah. feel strong. You felt like okay, you're in your dress now. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. don't muck off me. But during the yeah. day, we were like always looking over our shoulder, always looking over our shoulder. Yeah, I, I can relate to that because in Singapore, um, growing up, transitioning at a very early age, 
the same. All the trans women, I mm-hmm. uh, of course, most of them that I mixed around was a lot older than me. Yeah. And they, they always come out only at night. And I always mm-hmm. confused that why? Yeah. Why yeah. can't we get out daytime? I'm so com- at the time I was so confident with myself. I'm just comfortable. Um, of course, you can you get people make fun of you, but I just mm-hmm. ignore that. But I still confused why trans women only come on in and then mm-hmm. somebody told me no because they look more beautiful at night yeah. <laughs> because we're so, all the dolls so safe in yeah. there safe oh, no, it, it's, they didn't say anything this, about safe yeah. it was just this, like this armour we had and mm. then we mm-hmm. had that power mm. yeah but during the day because you know Flaws. Yeah. Do you remember there was no laser back then? Mm-hmm. There was yeah. none of that. Right. So if you yeah, were, yeah, yeah. if you were, you know, not gifted with a flawless face, yes. you know, you had to pluck the or, of, or mm-hmm. someone had to yeah, shave. Yeah. You know, and it's just the way we had to deal. With it's it. true, and even like. We don't get discriminated only by the public. We discrim- oh. get discriminated by our own peers. Oh, they will yeah. make fun of yeah. you. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And I always like to, you know, I like to stand out. During the day, I like to wear mm-hmm. makeups and, 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 and they will make fun of me. Like, why are you wearing full makeup? It's like, why not? I always confused. Like, makeup is for women. Why can't we wear makeup during yeah. the day? Yeah. Um, so it's always confusing. So when I move here, I can be me. I find my gender expression. Mm-hmm. I can just. I love be. I love dressing up. I like dressing up queer. Mm-hmm. So and nobody actually make fun of me. So I. I just. You look really good. I've seen your Instagram stories. <laughs> so okay. I've already seen. I'm like, oh. So <laughs> like, but I couldn't be queer in Singapore uh-huh. because they were my own peers will make fun of me. Okay. Yeah. I think that's like even today that's like very present in the queer community mm. because like now now I'm really going to show my age but you know on TikTok yeah so I'm on TikTok too <laughs> yeah. she's on too oh, I I got on to those darling today I was on the tram up and I'm going uh-huh. you know that app um 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 yeah TikTok <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> okay, um, what, what's up with TikTok? Uh, so, I, like you know, obviously I I post content and like I yeah. do have a little bit of like you know following, and yeah. people are just kind of policing you because okay. they're like, yeah. oh, but you're you're not, you don't look trans. Like, yeah. why don't you look trans? You should <sighs> be doing this. And, yeah. and like some people are like, oh, you're really hot for a trans person. And yeah. I'm like, that's not a compliment. No, it is not. not. It's it's never a compliment. Yeah. And people just don't understand. Even like, you know, people within the community. Yeah. And like the thing is like I most of the time I do not like hold it against yeah, anyone. Of course, because yeah. like everyone's learning and like me, I'm, I'm still learning yeah, a lot. That's a good way to go. But, but yeah, like that's still very present. It's just yes. become very modern. Yeah, like of it's a bit different. And I totally know where you're coming from because back in the day, you know, like we used to glam up when we used to go out with yeah. our organ, mm-hmm. even like um, formal dresses and all that stuff. Miss Lotaya, so. You a woman of faith. I'm like, mm, especially, yeah. Um, so, do you think being a transgender that you are committing a sin? Oh, yeah. Oh no, I don't. Okay. Um, I believe that we are all children of God, and um, God, all He actually really, the true God that we all believe in, is 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 given us a gift. But also, all He wants the word is to spread the word of love. Mm. But the problem is, it's man. 
that changes the wording and then chooses to do it to preach it in the way he thinks you know what yeah. the wider community will accept because i come from you know somewhere where we're full christianity and 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 those days i remember being teased when it came to our, our holy communion on the end you know of each month yeah and all the they used to say, oh, we're going to have Holy Communion, you're not. So, you know, you'll never get into heaven. And I used to threat, you know, I used to think, oh, I'm going to hell, I'm going to hell. Yeah. When I came overseas and realized I don't have to be at church every Sunday to be a Christian, I don't need to mm. prove to you or anyone that I believe in, who I believe in, and I can still be, you know. So I've become more spiritual more than that, you know, that religious where I belong to this church and you know yeah. my belief is now God has just made us in his own, you know in in the way that he thinks that we should be and then the thing is it's just it's us humans that judge yeah yeah and we Agree. put that stress on you know or just, that judgment on people yeah. it's not him yeah it's not him and I don't believe it I've asked him for when I went through bad times and I had substance abuse when I was yeah. younger and all that sort of stuff and I just asked him for my you know that help and you mm. know when I went through losing help you know my yeah. place he's there to support me but you know I still have to get off my bum and do it yeah of course mm -hmm. but he was the one that kept, kept me going through yeah and that's also why I never chose that you know in my time where it was discrimination was really rough you know mm. and don't get me wrong my sisters before me had it really much harder than i did what about you robin like you know i do not believe in you know i, I mean like when growing up um as um as a child uh -huh. um is your parents religious so my parents are okay and like they still obviously are mm -hmm. and they try to like you know Obviously, like every parent does, they Try, wanted yeah. to yeah. wanted us to be like that too. But ever since I was a kid, I just didn't understand okay. because there were a lot of like you know rituals that right. that just didn't seem right to me. And it's very like you know like Latoya said, even if there is a you know word of the God, yeah, this is not it. Like people are manipulating it yeah. so like you know the patriarchy is being yeah. set up. Like men get everything, and women are like. You know, no, you're not allowed to do that. I just remember, like, one time there was this, like, special temple that everyone from our area went to. And women were not allowed in the temple. Mm -mm. That bugged me a lot. Wow, okay. I was like, why not? Yeah. And no, but, like, not even one single person in the yeah. entire group had, like, a proper yeah. answer for me. Yeah, yeah. They were like, oh, they're just not. And I'm like, that's not an answer. That's like, not an answer. It is. That's not an answer. Yeah. yeah. So... Well, I, like I said earlier, I was born Muslim, mm -hmm. so I I was uh, a practice uh, Muslim when I was young, and then I stopped practicing when I started to transition. And you know, during Ramadan, Ramadan is um, um, a month of fasting before you get mm -hmm. to celebrate Eid. It's like Christmas for the Muslim. So every Ramadan, uh, the man in the house. Um, the male person in the house has to pay like this sort of money for the whole family. So my p father passed away when I was three. So I'm the only, even though I already transitioned, mm -hmm. but I still consider the male in the house. So I have to go to the mosque and pay some money to for this donation. Um, it's, it's, it's compulsory. It's a mandate um, donation for every each person. So I went there. Uh, the imam, imam is like the priest of the mosque. It yeah. was two of them there. And I went there, already like fully transitioned, so I have to pay for this. And one of them rejected me. 
and he didn't want even touch my hand. Um, it's like, no, you need to go away. I was about to bur- burst into tears, and I said, I need to do this because I'm the only uh, male in the family because my father passed away. So the other imam saw me, and he, I think he took pity on me, and he he actually um, did it for me. But I don't think he did it willingly. He just did it because out of pity. So, and then from that onward, I start to question about what is this? Like, Mm -hmm. if you said um, Islam is, you know, is uh, is a a religion of peace, why Mm -hmm. did you treat me like that? So that's when, that from that experience, it really, it really, uh, scarred me and then I started yeah. questioning you know from that on I always even though people say like this is not right to do and this is right to do I always mm-hmm. have questions I'm always stay curious it, it's not like I don't be- I still have faith um, I still believe in um, my religion Islam mm-hmm. but I always have questions why do you have to discriminate people why do you have to put hate on yeah. somebody yeah like if, if like you know the books the religious books yeah. that are there, if they're saying like you know everyone is equal and everyone deserves love, yeah, then why is there like a like in a checklist of things you need to do before right? you get that love? Yeah. yeah, like it should not be like that. And then when I start to meet a lot more of the trans women who are Muslims mm-hmm. over here, and not even over here actually, when I met some of the Muslim trans women in Malaysia, some of them even very religious, even mm-hmm. though some of them are even sex workers mm-hmm. or or they already gone um, the whole change and everything. They mm-hmm. still pray five times a day because Malaysia is a Muslim country, so it's mm-hmm. part of their ritual and culture that they have to pray five times a day. So they didn't stop. So from that always it changed my perspective of my religion. I said like, no, you, I can be trans and I can be Muslim too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So if you, those people who want to judge me, they can F off. Yeah. yeah. yeah like it's, it's they're, they're not the, you know, the boss of everything. Exactly. Yeah. Especially the one who are so religious, they yeah. are the most judgmental people on yeah. earth. So they're the yeah. biggest hypocrites. The, the biggest hypocrites. Sometimes <laughs> I are. call them out on my Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I wish I had Instagram back then because yeah. I would have called out half of them. <laughs> <laughs> write, write it on a piece of paper. Yeah. Stick it on their yeah, I can't stand those people. Yeah. I, I've been to like, um, like a family gathering and then their friends come over they have made me feel like I was like a dirt to them mm-hmm. when they found out that I was a trans because yeah. when they come into the house they will be like happy nice and then after they figured out that I was trans before mm-hmm. they leave they didn't even want to shake hands with me but next time I'm going to say it to their face like because it, it does affect you like uh, yeah that, that kind of yeah. behavior yeah. because you are so confident with yourself you mm-hmm. really all this self-love and everything. And then suddenly that one particular moment that happened to you, everything like going to drain. Yeah. You just go back to square one. It mm. triggered you. No, definitely. Like, um, yeah, even like my relatives. Yeah. So I haven't, like one of my relatives lives here. Yeah. And like they said something pretty bad mm-hmm. behind my back. And they were acting really good in front, in front of, of you. So I was like... Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's okay. You can say. Okay. So I was. Bitch, I know. Like, it's. But did you confront that person? 
I did not. Okay. I stopped taking their calls. All right. Okay. And they like you know they kept trying to get in touch with. They even like you know. Went you, behind my back, right. called my parents. They were, and my parents were like, "Why aren't you talking to them?" I said, I'm not going to talk. You know them. what? If you have a message for this person, what would it be? Oh, fuck off! (laughs) (laughs) That's what it would be like. Fuck off! Live your own life and stop judging. Nobody's perfect, right? But you know, being trans is not not perfect. Being trans, this is us. We are fucking perfect. It's It's perfect. It's just you know, like people trying to control and trying to tell you it's not. Why? They they need to be curious. Like us, like us. It's their issue, not ours. Yeah, exactly. That's one thing I've learned to do. Is you know, if you're gonna have to. Worry about what every Tom Dick and Harry now says or judges you mm. for. You're 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 letting them win. So yeah. to me now, you know, if you want to call me the the letter M, call mm-hmm. me letter M, and I'll just turn around and go. And I'm fabulous. Yes. I'm fabulous. I agree with you. You mm. just have to. Yeah, you have to. You have, you to, have to. You have to say it back. Fight mm-hmm. back. At the end, it's your life and your journey, and it's no yeah. one else to tell you how or how, how you to be. leave. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And that's one thing you know. As as a trans person, you know, I wish I had, you know, uh, mentors or mm. something that could have showed us the way. Or you know, or uh, you know, the sad thing was, even though we sometimes had a sisterhood, but mm. you know, sometimes it was you know, to a certain limit. You know, yeah, each to their own. Yeah, yeah, Why yeah. for me now is being an outer in our Pacifica community, it's all about making sure that person knows what that, their journey and help mm-hmm. them and just, just let them know that it's all going to be fabulous. Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. this brings back to why visibility is so important to trans people, yeah. right? So um, why do you think it's so important, Latoya? Well, it is because, you know, like, um, especially for those who aren't as fortunate, I was mm-hmm. lucky because of my cultural background yeah. and my mother just being, you know, the rock in my life. So, you know, for me mm-hmm. to be able to do it, but not everyone gets that. Not everyone mm-hmm. gets that, then, and they don't get also the support, or it's due to culture or religion, or or just you how you want to 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 go into the community. But this is me, as I say, you know, all us human beings. It's not about being trans or anything like mm. that. We are, are are given a pathway to to enjoy life, and every now and then, no one's life is perfect. So Mm -hmm. every now and then you're going to go off on the wrong track. But it's for you to correct it. Mm. And, you know, and then for you to embrace your journey and your path that you're going to choose. Mm-hmm. But no one's no one's life or, or, or journey is perfect. But yeah. it's for you to make it yours. And just love it. Embrace it and enjoy mm-hmm. it. Don't let negativity I've learned through the years, you know, don't let negativity into life because you. that's your choice yeah. to let it in. Yeah. Don't I don't need it anymore. That's where I've come to with my age and that, you know, and this is all through living experiencing and 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 what you what you get to you know experience in life so that's how i feel now but always remember when it comes to us uh, as trans people we are there for you and we will always be there for you don't be ashamed to ask yeah if you see another trans and say oh i don't want to offend or maybe you know she might be not out i don't know just go up and go hi how are you darling you know how are you we're here for you yeah and that's what they need to hear i think um 
trans people need to stop thinking that another trans people are being mean. Yeah. Or, of course, there is. Of course. But majority yeah. mean well. Yeah. Um, and they, you can choose that to remove that those mean ones from you. Yeah. yeah. So it's, you know, that's just not only in the trans community. That's in the whole world. It's, oh, there's always going to be negative or, you know, better people in life. But mm-hmm. it's for you to filter yeah. who you choose to be in your life. Yeah. And don't think, oh, she only hangs out with this one. That's her choice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's her journey. I agree. Do not change her journey because you have your your journey. Yeah. Your, right. Mm-hmm. Our journey is never completed. Yeah. It's always a learning and living experience. Just embrace the positivity. Yes. I can't believe that's come out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and Robin, why um, uh, visibility is important? Um, I think like, you know, from the perspective of a tiny kid, like growing up, knowing mm-hmm. that they're trans but not saying anything. Like coming to Australia, I had this like newfound confidence. Yeah. And that was because I could see people like me thriving. And like, I think that visibility is really, really important because if it wasn't for that, I don't know how long it would have taken for me to be like, you know what, it's okay. Yeah. Like take it day by day and yeah. it's okay. Because there's a lot of internal shame yeah that we still have to deal with i'm still dealing with it mm. to this day mm-hmm. and like you know like latoya mentioned it's about embracing the journey yeah and saying so yeah, like it's really really important yeah. because of that well well for me i'm always a bit there's um rebellious Sasha in me Mm -hmm. all the time so whenever things happen in Singapore like being discriminated or um I feel like I want to fight back but I Mm -hmm. couldn't you know the only way you can fight back is with violence and Mm -hmm. um there's a lot of my peers always fight back with violence when they're Mm -hmm. being discriminated by the public which I'm not good at I Mm-hmm. I wish I, I can fight, but I can't. But the problem is there's no protection there. So I actually refuse to fear silence. So mm-hmm. um, with me being my true authentic self, so being in Australia, I can be myself. I can be my yeah. true authentic self. And um, like both of you said, it's, it's, uh, my journey hasn't end yet. There's always more to discover. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, now my dressing is more queer now. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Like going out, I will wear coloured wigs. And you know what? There's always fear at that time, but no one actually make fun of you. I think maybe in 15, 20 years ago, yes, they might make mm-hmm. fun of you. Even your peers will make fun of you. But now, no, you, people yeah. embrace um, your art like your makeup, your hair, yeah. whatever, people embrace it. So I like that um, that I can actually be visible over here compared to being in Singapore. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, I feel like more of the new generation, like, yeah. at least for the most part, they're becoming more accepting. Yes. And they're be- trying to be more supportive. Yeah, yeah. And... Yeah, I like think the new, nice. the new generation is different. It's like they stop judging each other. They probably yeah. more of um, envy. Maybe that's the word envy each other. Mm-hmm. Like um, like um, somebody is looking really really nice. They mm-hmm. want to be. I was always like that. Like if I yeah. see a trans woman who are so pretty, mm-hmm. I'm not jealous of them. I just like oh my god, oh, I want to be that person. Yeah. At least a bit mm-hmm. of that person. Mm-hmm. So and. Moving here, I have stopped doing that. I just envy yeah. their beauty. I just, mm-hmm. I think I'm beautiful the way I am. Mm. So um, I just, yeah, it's all about learning my self-worth and, yeah. and about my rights here and mm-hmm. just embrace who I am. Yeah. 
very true. Do you have any messages for our trans siblings out there? Just know that, you know, we are here. We are here to support, you know, each other. You know, this is trans, trans, masculine, trans, femme, non-binary. I've had to come to terms with that new word. I yes. never knew about it in my day. There was none of that in my day, you know. Not my day either. And I had yeah, the young yeah. one that educated me because I was first going, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so, you know, the message out there is that, you know, look, we're here. We're always going to be here and be proud of yourself. As I said before, you embrace who you are and, you know, just focus, you know, a lot of people worry about other people's comments yes. and all that sort of stuff. And you've got to stop that, you know, yeah. stop that and just be yourself. As, yeah. you're, as you know, we go out sometimes together, not out to clubs, even yeah. I've retired from that, yeah. but we go out and you just look a million dollars, you know. And so, <laughs> and that was my, my time too. At yeah, one yeah, time, yeah, you know, yeah. But I've just... A little bit older now, and I just want to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> bigger. Yeah. yeah, but you know, it is just visibility. You know, just be yourself. Embrace your journey you're going on. It's going to be a beautiful journey. And Robin, um, I would say, like, you know, it's okay to be scared, mm-hmm. and you know, it's okay if you feel like you know, right now you're kind of, I don't know how to describe it, but. Um, I guess feel that feeling. Feel that feeling. Yeah. And like, it's okay. Just take your time. Do it when you feel like it's safe for you. Yeah. And like, you know, Latoya said, there's a really big community yes. out here yeah. who's, you know, always working to support other trans people. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, take it day by day. Mm. And f- as for me, I just want to say to my trans sibling, you are just perfect as the way you are. Yeah. Exactly. yeah? And, um, we have to live without fear and in silence mm-hmm. and we need to be visible so the public can understand who yeah. we are. Yes. Yeah. So because like currently the society it's not gonna just listen to us. We kinda have to shake it up and be like, Bitch, listen to yeah. me. Yeah. And that's yeah. the thing what I'm yeah. so proud of of in the last I'll say ten years that you know, trans have set up their platform and is speaking and saying, Hey, we are here, we are part mm. of the community and we've we've always been here. Always been here. Just that now yeah. you're gonna hear from us more <laughs> and I, we won't take any you know zero tolerance anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree because um when trans women have become more mainstream, especially with movies, movies music yeah. and I just told myself, I actually told my friend that I'm so um, fortunate to be still living mm-hmm. and to witness this. Yes. Marriage equality, I don't think that's going to happen ever. And that actually happened. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I was, I, I always tell myself I'm always so fortunate that I get to witness this before mm-hmm. I die. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a, long, a lot more to do, you know, there's a long way to go. But at least we have to start somewhere. Yeah. yeah. There's always going to be more, but it's 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 not even about like you know doing like a massive chunk of work. Yeah. Like all over the world, just you know do something tiny, help somebody. You know, may even if it's one person, it's it's going to create a ripple effect and like it's going to create a massive difference. And -hmm. like obviously, I I can only speak for myself, but like you know, very very thankful for the generation before me mm. because like you know after hearing about your experiences i i can't even ma- imagine those things yeah but and that's because you know your generation has done the work yeah so it's safer for i us. agree with you yeah. yeah um yeah for sure i mean uh, 
like it's easier for me now like to access anything like help or reach out there's so many organizations that you can reach out to if even like if you feel um, lonely you can just yeah. call a number and just talk yeah yeah mm-hmm. and I, that's also another thing I've seen though also is our trans people of colour coming mm-hmm. to the platform we've always been at the back and it was time for us to also thank shine. you for mentioning that yes. oh my god I'm seeing the difference now a lot more I think a lot more late last year to coming to this year mm-hmm. and this is why I always keep focusing on, on trans women of colour women of, of colour here mm-hmm. uh, because because we haven't been the focus, we haven't been Never. on the yeah. front line before. Yeah. So we're coming up there, love, and it's mm. not. Change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, things needs to change, and yes. this is changes to be better, to be more inclusive. Mm-hmm. To yeah. we always fight about equality. This yeah. is equal, yeah. right? Yeah. And and you know, my last question is: so, have you found your um, happiness moving to Australia, Latoya? Look, I found my happiness within myself. Okay, you know, which which took a long time too, because you know, like you know, always trying to either fit in or blend in or, or that sort of stuff. Now, I am now, like, I, as good, good examples, you know how you and I discussed on the trans, you know, yeah. we were open about talking about trans topics yes. in public. Yeah. I was at that, you know, from where I started from, you would mm-hmm. be, I'd be like, oh, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. it's all hush, 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 you know, and sure. I'd be whispering mm-hmm. there. And sometimes I still have a habit of doing that, yes. but now I'm so proud that you can do that yeah. you know it's mm-hmm. something we've why should I have been ashamed of because I was just worried about what do we have to hide what the other person's going to say behind me mm. oh that's a you know because that's how it was mm. yes yeah, and I'm I remember. so proud now you can do that and you know how we are in public <laughs> yeah. we hello darling you know we're really mm-hmm. out there I was not like that back when I first started yeah. I was always yeah. worried I'm the about same. I'm the, the same. other people and the way mm. they were going to going to respond to me instead of just me yeah. being ourself now yeah. I don't you have the issue, that's your issue, yeah. mine. And I'll walk off there and just blow them a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, re- re- that's really nice. Yeah, so yeah. now you c- we can be ourselves. We don't yeah. have to hide anymore. We no. don't have. Because society made us hide yes. our identity, mm-hmm. our. Yeah. Um, for who we are, yeah. and um, yeah. we were always very scared to tell people that we're trans. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And now I do it at the workplace. Mm. I refuse, mm-hmm. especially when they even go like this: "Are you married? Are you got children?" I go, "Oh, darling, I'm trans woman." Darling. Yeah, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I come from. Sometimes it feels yeah. good, isn't it? Especially oh, when you go to like... when you go to a doctor or something. That's like, are you pregnant? Oh, oh no, that no. happened to me I... last week. <laughs> Especially you go to a sexual procedure and they will all yeah. x-ray, they go to you, are you pregnant? Like, oh, honey, if I get pregnant, I was going to years ago. Sometimes I was a bit awkward at first. I was like, yeah. don't you know? But I take that as a compliment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Robin? Have you found um, your happiness here in Australia? I think like obviously you know it's a journey Mm -hmm. I I believe like happiness isn't a destination it's like a journey and like you know one day you're happy the other day you're just feeling a bit sad but overall like I I think I've found a life for myself that I'm very proud of I have a loving fiance that you just met Mm -hmm. and so beautiful like all of the things that I'm doing the job that I have the fiance that I have you know the way I'm living my life I could never imagine any of those things living in India yeah so like I'm very, very happy. Yeah. And like you know, like you mentioned that 
you know, you were very hush hush about yeah. those things. And like, it's more about, you know, just be focusing on your own thing. Mm. I think I'm still kind of learning that. There's, there's obviously a lot to learn. Of course. Um, but yeah, like trying to, like, you know, take it day by day. Yes, and as for me, of course, it's, my life is a lot better here compared mm-hmm. to Singapore. I have yeah. found my happy medium here, um, even though, you know, I don't have all the friends and family. Mm-hmm. Most of them are back there, but I found family and friends here. I made uh, yeah. my chosen uh, family here. And I've learned to learn to love myself even more now. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, people always tell me, about self love it's about uh, about self care i didn't even yeah. know what that even means you don't discuss those things in you know countries like india y- yeah and, same like, in you know, singapore you because hardly. they're like fuck your self care care yeah. about the society you exactly didn't even know what mental health uh, uh, no. means yeah. Yeah. yeah but over here we actually acknowledge what yeah. mental health is but expressing that you're actually you know you know not feeling that that good yeah. was a sign of weakness you know correct in, yeah in, in when cultures. you when yeah because that's why i didn't even have much emotion yeah. living mm-hmm. in singapore i i couldn't even like cry in front of them because people would see it as a weakness yeah. so over here i can mm-hmm. feel my emotion can i can express my emotion mm-hmm. over here and and still people will acknowledge it well ladies thank you so much Latoya, thank you so much for coming and robin thank you so much for coming thanks for inviting me